Have you ever thought to yourself, boy, that leader makes this whole network marketing gig look so easy. Why is she having all this success, but I'm over here on the struggle bus? This question usually leads to thoughts of comparison, feelings like you're not good enough, and talking yourself out of even trying to give your business your best effort. But guess what? What if I told you that there's so much more to those top leader journeys than what you can see above the surface? What if I told you that success is not all that it seems? What if you could see the big picture view from where that leader began and the road they took to get where they are? If you could see past the shiny filtered pictures, ribbons, plaques, and titles, you'd most often find a path marked with as many ups and downs as a roller coaster and lots of hard-earned life and business lessons sprinkled all along the way. So in today's episode, I'm shining a magnifying glass on what the real journey to big success looks like and offering some battle scar wisdom and advice to help encourage you to press on towards your purpose with faith, trust, and a whole lot of grit and grace. But first, a listener review. Wife Mom Boss writes, Melody is rocking this podcast and it's obvious she has the experience and knowledge to not only talk the talk, but walk the walk. If you are in or considering network marketing, this show is a must. Thank you for helping women go after what they love and not have to choose between success, family, and self-care. Thank you so much for your review and your kind words. Please email me at support at AbundantMomLife.com for a special gift from me to you to say thank you. And remember, if you're finding value in this podcast, and I truly hope you are, I'd be so grateful if you take a few moments to leave a written podcast review and share this podcast with your business besties and your team. You see, every share, follow, subscribe, and review helps more mom bosses find this podcast and begin to have those breakthroughs in growing their business and mom life abundance. Together, we can empower mamas to grow the abundant business and mom life they desire and deserve. To leave a written Apple Podcast review, find this show, scroll down till you see the reviews, click on the purple text that says write to review, type in your review in the box, and don't forget to give those stars before you hit submit. Welcome to the Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers show, where we choose to grow a successful and sustainable business from the crazy caffeine-filled comfort of home using flexible productivity strategies that simplify, optimize, and systemize our business and mom life. Hi, I'm Melody Bishop, a Jesus-loving boy mom, former teacher, turned top 1% network marketer, turned entrepreneur. I believe you can slay your day without being a slave to the hustle. If you're ready to get your time freedom back and design the life you love, you're in the right place. It's time to rise up, know your worth, and live abundantly. You can grow your business even when you have no family support. You can grow your business in the middle of messy mom life. You can grow your business in the middle of personal home life turmoil. 
You can grow your business while managing the mental exhaustion of being a mom to your amazing special needs kiddos. You can grow your business in the middle of an imploding marriage. You can grow your business in the middle of emotional trauma. You can grow your business while you hold down the mom life and home life fort all on your own. And you can grow your business when your company is falling apart at the seams. How do I know this? Because this is my story. This is just some of the struggles and opposition I faced when growing my business to the top 1% of network marketers. Since I left my company back in June of 2021, I have been seeking God's next steps plan for my life. I knew it was time to leave, and not only did God give me the release to leave the company I had fallen in love with and the team I had poured so much dedication into building, but after three years of restructuring, losing half my team after a huge company compensation and culture shift, followed by two years of upheaval and unrest in the middle of a global pandemic, I knew in my heart of hearts that the company I had once loved so much was no longer aligned with my values and goals going forward. So I tested out a new company that I thought was going to be my new home, which ended up being smoke and mirrors, but led to making beautiful connections with amazing entrepreneurs, including one special friend who would introduce me to my new network marketing home. More on that in another episode. I dove in head first into building my brand and growing my podcast and building a course, knowing that building a business from scratch from the ground up was more of a long game labor of love than a quick fix to my significant loss in income. But even though I'd much rather be sitting pretty with my big team and my nice paycheck and settled into my comfortable role as a top leader, I chose to be obedient because when God says move, you move, sister friend. (laughs) So here I am moving and putting one foot in front of the other in faith while I wait for my new harvest. Nothing is ever wasted with God. I have learned so much through all of those struggles and continue to learn right now in the midst of this scary, nerve-wracking new adventure I'm currently on. To some, they probably think I'm crazy, leaving the comfort of seven years with the same company to walk out into the unknown. I get it. The old me would have thought the same thing. But you see, that's my point. The old me never would have been ready for what God has in store for the new me. And the new me still has so far to go on this journey of growth. Most leaders don't share the big picture view of the journey to the top. Most leaders share the highlight reel and hype up the victories to make the climb look easy and virtually painless. The truth is every leader has struggles along their path to the peak. And it's how one handles the inevitable struggle that sets the stage for either fleeting or long-lasting success. The real story is overcoming the struggle is what helps us grow to the place we need to be to be able to achieve and enjoy that next level growth. Every new level of growth will require you to rise to a new level of knowledge, commitment, grit, and most importantly, faith and obedience in God's call on your life. 
God will never give us too much too soon and overwhelm us with blessings that we are not yet ready to manage well. Time and time again, I have watched people chase the carrots, chase the recognition, chase the awards, chase the big team and the big paycheck without regard for the personal and professional development it takes to be good stewards of those blessings. They strive their way to the top for the sake of their ego or out of desperation to bless their family and others. But they lack the preparation you need along the journey to be able to maintain that success without sacrificing their family, their health, and their calling in the process. And once they strive their way to the top, they find themselves tired, worn, and empty. And many give up altogether, or worse yet, carry on in resentment. So you may be wondering, does this mean the climb to success and reaching your big scary goals has to always be slow and super painful? The answer is no. However, everyone's journey is different. Many will face similar challenges, but everyone will face very different struggles as well. The point is to learn to expect the struggle and develop the mindset and determination you need to overcome each roadblock and grow through what you go through. Romans chapter 5 verses 3 through 5 says, More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And most importantly, to do so with God as the captain and CEO of your ship as you trust in the Holy Spirit's leading and step out in obedience at every turn, even when the course ahead is hard to see or even comprehend. When you are faithful and obedient, you will see God's hand along the journey and you will receive his blessings and provision along the way. That is his promise. Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. When you follow a leader who fears the truth and love power of transparency and paints the journey as all sunshine and rainbows, you're only seeing a small fraction of the climb. If you are to make it to the top, you're going to slip and fall and skin your knee a bit along the way. But you learn from each misstep and you grow from each fall and you adjust and regroup and choose your next steps more wisely. In my life, with the divine help of God, I have overcome so much and still have so much more to overcome. Many would describe me as strong, determined, a high achiever. Back when I was a child and even into adulthood, I came upon crossroad after crossroad and each time I was faced with a choice to make. I could choose the more comfortable path of least resistance that didn't require me to grow to that next level me or I could choose the path of obedience, the path less chosen, a path that often required me to blaze my own trail with no one to rely on but God alone. I would be lying if I said I always chose the path of obedience, but when I did, the journey was hard, but the growth was worth it. I sometimes wonder how much farther along I would be by now if I hadn't at times stepped off the path and went my own way. 
Looking back now with the eyes of a much older and wiser woman of God, I can clearly see those missteps and how they have impacted my life and held me back from his purpose and blessings. But God, God is a God of redemption and he has turned my broken into beautiful many times over and I know he is going to do it again. We can always start again, choose the path of obedience and walk in his footsteps back onto the road to our divine destiny. I am a living testament to this. And right now, as I record this podcast episode, God is preparing me to walk through and break through my biggest struggle and heartbreak to date. And even in the midst of the sadness, I have peace in knowing he will use the shattered pieces of my life and heart to minister to other women who need to know that God is with them and they are not alone. So what does all this have to do with your business as a leader or leader in training? A whole lot, my friend. Your journey will take courage and tenacity, but the blessings for both you, your family, and others is worth it. Your business and personal growth is a marathon, not a sprint. Don't cheat yourself by trying to grow too fast and too soon. That type of building is like building your house on sand rather than a firm foundation of rock. At the very first sight of hardship, a company supply and demand issue, a team leader who jumps to another company and takes her team with her, company restructuring, shipping issues or oversold product, a supportive upline stepping away, or a myriad of other unexpected fires you may have to troubleshoot in business and life, will your foundation stand the test or will it be washed out from under you? With this in mind, let's break down the pillars of growth in the struggle down to five life lessons I have learned over the years and we're gonna dive into how they relate to your personal and professional growth. The first pillar is transparency. Let's first talk about transparency in leadership. It's important as a leader to set realistic expectations. Don't make the climb look like it's easy because it's not. It may at some points be simple and you can simplify it. And of course, we talk about smarter, not harder strategies all the time over here, but it is going to require growth. It is going to require growth. And with any type of growth comes growing pains. But if you want to reap those amazing blessings, and if you want to grow to the next level and continue to grow and to really break those chains of that victim mindset, that poverty mindset, and create that legacy of financial freedom for you and your family, then you're going to have to put in the work and you're going to have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Remember to share the ups and the downs. We need to see the big picture and those on your team need to see the big picture too. Otherwise, the first time that they they reach a challenge, they, they come up against a struggle and a roadblock, they're gonna look at you and say, hey, she's not having struggles, but I'm having struggles. I must not be cut out for this. Don't paint that picture. Show and share and be transparent and talk about the ups, talk about the downs, and more importantly, talk about how to overcome those down periods so that you can really truly enjoy the victories, the up periods. 
Always encourage the focus on a growth mindset where you focus on the solution instead of the problem versus a fixed mindset where you're focusing on the problem. If you continue to instill that in your team and in your lineage, then you are going to have a lineage that can withstand any storm and can really truly look at the big picture and understand, is this a storm that I can grow through or maybe is it time to pivot? But they're gonna be able to discern better when they are actually building that type of growth mindset along with the rest of your team. Let's talk about transparency in life. Now, of course, you have to consider what is too much to share, but it's really important to share your story as respectful as possible with grace and grit. People need to understand that you are a real person going through real life struggles, and guess what? You are growing through them anyway. Because if you keep telling your team that they can either choose to make progress or they can choose to make excuses, but you're not over here showing how you are doing that, you're making progress instead of excuses, then they're never going to really understand what that looks like. You know, what that looks like walked out in real life. One of the most powerful things you can do for your team is to show them how you can grow through a struggle, a big, big roadblock, maybe even an earth shattering period or dark period in your life and come out on the other side stronger and more prepared for more blessings and more abundance. Always remember to speak the truth in love. And I always talked about this <laughs> with my team and I would tell them, hey, listen, part of loving you and being a good leader is not always just telling you what you want to hear so you never get upset with me and I never ruffle any feathers, but also to love you enough and to see the potential in you enough to challenge you to grow by telling you what you need to hear. And you have to kind of <laughs> find that happy, happy middle ground where you continue to encourage and support and have empathy for what people are going through, but also make sure that you don't stand by and watch them dig themselves a hole and get stuck beyond repair and you don't reach out and give them a hand and try and help them get out of that hole. And part of doing that as a good leader is in telling them what they need to hear and coupling it with some grace and truth and love. And as your team begins to see you walk these things out in your own life and respect you and know that you do care about them, then they will be more comfortable when you have to, when you feel like you need to say something that they might not want to hear, but they need to hear. The second pillar is to give and receive grace freely. I talk about this a lot on this podcast. It is so important that you give yourself grace on the journey. Oh my goodness. We are going to fall. We are going to fail. Don't be afraid of failure. It is part of the journey. It is part of the growth process. It is one of the ways that we learn. The, the point is do not unpack and get stuck there. You got to feel the fear, do it anyway, face everything and rise is what fear should really stand for. Face everything and rise. It's okay. The fear is okay. It's a normal emotion. It's a healthy emotion. And as long as you know that you're walking your purpose, following God's call on your life, then you can rise above and you can push through it. And along the way, <laughs> we're going to make 
some good choices and some bad choices and just learn from it, grow from it, give yourself some grace because if you don't give yourself grace, then you're gonna be beating yourself up and you're going to get stuck. You're gonna stay stuck and the enemy wants to keep you stuck. So give yourself grace and move on, sister friend. Keep on moving. (laughs) And remember, receive grace from those who are willing to help and walk alongside you. Sometimes it's hard to ask for help or receive help. I know I'm guilty of this. I'm really, it's really hard for me, but especially when you're going through those hard times, understand that when you allow others to help you and you're not trying to put on this front that I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's fine, I can do it all on my own, then they can see that that you're human and also God will bless them for being a blessing to you and vice versa. You'll be able to walk these things out when you can reach out and help someone else too. So give and receive grace. Don't be afraid to receive that help, especially from those who love you and those who believe in you. Receive that help and know your worth and kick the negative self-talk. And sometimes when you're in the depths of despair and you're going through this storm, it's a moment by moment battle, but you've you've got to push back. You've got to overcome it and kick that negative self-talk to the curb. And anytime you get some negative self-talk, you replace it with God's truth. You turn on some praise music or you get in Proverbs or you get in Psalms and you replace it with God's truth. You meditate on God's word. You write out some scriptures that really, you know, motivate and inspire you and you meditate on that. Do whatever you need to do to flip that script. Memorize a few of your favorite scriptures that are really inspiring and motivating and help to get you out of that stinking thinking. And then anytime that you feel the enemy is trying to kick you down with those words, you know, those negative self-talk words, then you go ahead and you speak out out loud and you speak the name of Jesus and you speak the, the word of God, the truth of God and who God says you are in him out loud. And I'm telling you, it works. This works. You can fight back. The third pillar is to learn how to embrace the struggle. I know this does not sound fun at all, does it? But the better you can get at embracing the struggle, okay, instead of running from it, instead of trying to avoid it because it is inevitable, no one can skip the struggle, no one can pass go on the struggle, it is part of life. And the sooner you can be comfortable and learn how to be comfortable embracing the struggle, the sooner you can move through the struggle and get to the other side. So remember, no one is immune to the struggle. Don't run from it. Acknowledge it and face it head on. And I know this is hard to do, but believe me that the more you begin to do this, with God's help, of course, the easier it gets. It will always be hard. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to paint that that shiny rainbows and unicorns picture for you. The struggle is always going to be hard. That's why it's called the struggle. But you can move through the struggle much faster with much less pain the more you begin to learn how to embrace it and keep moving forward and look for the ways that you can grow. Ask God, how are you teaching me? through this struggle and really focus on the positive aspects of how you can grow and what you can learn from every single struggle that you grow through. 
change your perspective and focus on how you can grow and learn from the struggle. The more you can do that, the stronger you will be and the better you can withstand the next storm. To quote Rayan Alberto, and I probably just butchered her name. I'm sorry if I did. I'm sorry. She says, your struggles do not define you, but they can refine you. And ooh, that's so good, isn't it? I bet you're not in your head. <laughs> your struggles do not define you, but they can refine you. And that's just part of our, our Christ faith walk. We are supposed to be continuing to become more like Jesus and being refined along our journey. We're not just supposed to stay stuck and complacent and comfortable for the rest of our lives. This is part of the journey and God will walk along the journey with you. The fourth pillar is to understand that overcoming challenges, lean in, this is important, overcoming challenges is the catalyst for growth. You know what, sister friend? You're not gonna grow if you continue to try and avoid the struggle and the challenges, or you continue to allow yourself to get stuck in the struggle. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> stuck in the struggle. Don't allow yourself to get stuck in the struggle, okay? It is the catalyst for growth. The challenge is the catalyst for your growth. Overcoming life's challenges is how we grow. It is how we grow. Every challenge we face is an opportunity for growth. And you have growth when you grow through a challenge. Your growth is measured in leaps and bounds rather than small steps that you grow when it comes through those easy times, those more comfortable times, those, those victories and things like that. You grow during those times too, but you grow in smaller steps Whereas opposed to when you grow through a challenge and you really face it head on and you learn and you grow and you become wiser and stronger, that type of growth is measured in leaps and bounds. Likewise, choosing to be stuck in the struggle causes us to regress and can slow or stall our divine destiny and potential. This is true. Think about think about when you're in the middle of a struggle, okay? I can either use this to accelerate my growth or I can use it to keep me from my growth. And it will take me longer to get to where God is trying to move me to. So either use it as an accelerant, okay, the catalyst for growth, or you end up getting stuck and it's just gonna take you that much longer, my friend, to you know receive your blessings and to see where God is growing you to. The more we resist the growing pains, the farther off course we drift. Bernice Johnson Regan writes, life's challenges are not supposed to paralyze you. They're supposed to help you discover who you are. And the fifth pillar is to surrender to God-honoring obedience rather than our normal human tendency to default to overthinking. And I'm calling this one obedience over overthinking. Now, I am a classic 
overthinker, okay? God is always trying to teach me. There is a time and a place to analyze something, okay? I love strategy and I love having creative mind. That's how God created me to be. But when you continue to overthink something to the point where it paralyzes you, then you're just gonna continue to stay stuck. And as that quote says, you know, you're not supposed to be paralyzed by these things. You are supposed to allow the journey, the growth, the struggle, the challenges, and everything that comes along with it to help you and help God help you, God show you, God guide you, God lead you, the Holy Spirit to give you that wisdom to discover who you are. Obedience requires faith and a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit's guidance in your life. So the closer you get in your walk with Jesus, the easier it becomes to be able to discern and hear that calling the voice of the Holy Spirit. Obedience requires trust in the promise of a future that often seems so far out of reach. You've got to keep your eyes on the prize and the prize is trusting in knowing that God has a purpose, that you were created on purpose for a purpose and that God has a purpose and a calling, a divine calling on your life. And that this is not necessarily our journey, but it's God using us as a vessel to um, complete and go about his purpose in increasing the kingdom in whatever way he has called us to do using the gifts and talents that he has given us. We didn't choose (laughs) our gifts and talents. God chose specifically what gifts and talents he was going to give us, what type of personality we were gonna have. And that was all, all meant to help us walk out the purpose that he has predestined us to have. Unfortunately, most people are never gonna get to the point where they get to look back on their life and say, oh my goodness, God used me in so many mighty ways that I never could have been able to do in my own power and I never could have been able to achieve if it hadn't been for all of the growth that I experienced by allowing God to use me and to be obedient and to be trusting and have faith through the challenges and struggles of life. Obedience means you place your life in the hands of God and surrender, there's that word, and surrender without overthinking, without constantly questioning, (laughs) without overanalyzing. Trust in his plan for your life, trust in the leading of the Holy Spirit, and when you know you know, and when God says move, (laughs) as I said before, you move. When God says go, you go. When God says no, you say no. (laughs) When God says yes, you say yes. And remember, obedience often requires risk. And this is a holy risk, okay? This is a God-led, Holy Spirit-led risk. We don't wanna be taking stupid risks. You know, God doesn't want us to be foolish. He's very clear about that in the Bible. Wisdom is something that all of us should be striving for. You know, wisdom with wisdom that is Holy Spirit guided. But obedience often requires risk. You're gonna have to step out and do some things that make you feel uncomfortable. You're gonna have to step out in faith, which requires 
risk. Now, this doesn't mean you should do things that are not aligned with God calling on your life. That is where the discernment of the Holy Spirit comes in. But that doesn't mean that our faith walk and our growth walk and, you know, following God and, and growing into our purpose is not going to require risk. There are going to be times where we have to step out in obedience and we have no idea what God's doing. <laughs> but every single time you do, when you get to that point, you can look back and you can see how God was moving behind the scenes or even in big ways that maybe in the midst of the challenge, in the midst of the struggle, you were not able to see. But now that you've gotten to the other side, you can look back and you can see how God was putting all the pieces together. So your action step homework for today is to reach out to a leader you admire and ask her to share her story of grit and grace with you. Then be sure to thank her for being vulnerable to do so and encourage her to share her story with her team. And if that leader is you, you can reach out to a leader friend, but I also encourage you to consider sharing your story with your team and consider being more, how you can be more transparent and how you can help your team to learn how to grow through what they go through in a God honoring way. And before you go, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Help us to seek your will and make peace with embracing the struggle so we can be more like Jesus and stay on the path of purpose you have laid out for us to walk on. Help us to remember that you will always give us what we need to overcome any struggle and to call on your strength for the journey as we walk out our purpose with grit and grace for the kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to Mommy's show. Hey, Mama. If you found value in today's show, I'd be truly grateful if you take a few moments to hit that follow or subscribe button and leave an Apple podcast review. You can even share this podcast with your team because when we work together, we can empower mamas to claim the abundant life they desire and deserve. Come join our Facebook community at Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers. Can't wait to get to know you.